Welcome to episode nine of What's Your Champ? Uh, conversations over tea and scone uh, about what makes us happy. It's a bit of a hectic day today. We're we're smashing this one out because damn it, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'll get one every day. We're not gonna miss a day. Not right. gonna miss a day. And this I've got my guest here, Linda Calgaro. Hi, Linda. Hi, hi, Jen. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we're just gonna get straight into the the chat today. None of this none of this boring preamble. Just get straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> no buying me a drink. No buying you a drink. No, no I made you a cup of tea. I made you a cup then... of tea. Um, and yep. I discovered that the scones that I made yesterday, no, the scones I made a few days ago, yeah, yeah, I should have put them in the fridge. Yes. They're a bit funky. so I They can't were moldy, people. I am sitting here with a cup of green tea and sconeless. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tea is beautiful. But the tea you, is tea beautiful. Tea. Yes. Yes, we've been enjoying that. Linda Kogaro, what would yes. you describe as uh, your jam? As my jam? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, probably, like most people, I have s- lots of them. Mm-hmm. Um but uh let's talk specifically about um uh gospel music mm. or um which is actually interestingly a way I got into improv kind of sort of without realizing it. Yeah, because we know each other through improv. We do. Listeners at home. We've yes. uh, we've been friends for a while through um traveling to improv festivals and performing and doing fun things together. Um, which is how improvisers connect across right. across long distances. And right now, I'm sleeping in your lounge room. You are, <laughs> <laughs> because tomorrow you're going to teach some improv. Because tomorrow I'm going to teach. Yeah, yeah, I am. yeah, yeah. So you got into gospel music first, and then into improv. Yeah, this is how that kind of worked. Okay. Um, and again, it wasn't like a linear path. Mm-hmm. It just now that you, you know, I'm reflecting upon my life, as you do as you every do day. When someone asks you when, <laughs> when you fear death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I um. Uh, yeah, so I was a singer. I still am a singer. And um, uh, I started going to workshops with my now really good friend, Tony Backhouse, who was teaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he teaches African-American gospel music. Mm-hmm. So, so the short version of this story is simply um, in gospel music, there's always uh, – uh, well, not always, but usually there is room for improvisation oh. um, because uh, particularly for those who are believers or even if you're not a believer, um, there's uh, when you're taken with the spirit and you feel like singing something, you just sing it. Okay. So it's very much moved. It's an energy that moves through you mm-hmm. um, and it's, there's, uh, there's space to, to sing freely and, mm-hmm. um, uh, and just follow what and happens. And just follow what happens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so for me, um, and I'm not Christian, um, mm-hmm. or African American, or African American. You may have noticed that mm-hmm. this is true for me. There was a whole release of, of the freedom of making music, and mm-hmm. um, uh, certainly you need to sometimes, adhe- well, certainly you need to adhere to dots on the page, and um, mm-hmm. uh, not that they actually re- usually have sheet music anyway. Everything is taught mm-hmm. um, um, orally, and. Um, I guess the the freedom of expression and um, the connection mm-hmm. with um, people when you're doing that, and also the connection to something greater. Oh, I won't say greater than myself. Well, maybe greater than myself. Greater but than the individual. Gre- greater than an individual. Mm. Something that thing that that thing that's in in the moment and in the thing that's in the moment, the thing that's present, the unknown possibility of what could happen mm-hmm. um the the trust you feel with the people around you mm-hmm. and the support um 
as I said, being in the moment, um, all of that stuff, which is exactly what we do when we're making improv theatre, improv oh. comedy. Um, so that was my first taste of it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I th- realised a while ago that, that I've, probably, I've chased that all my life ever since. <laughs> and and what, that and would have been way? in the 90s, in the early 90s. And the early, it's, so the early 90s is when you started doing the gospel? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and was it earlier than that that you were chasing the the greater than in the moment thing? Or was that the first time you identified it? That's the first time I identified it. But I'm looking back now, though, I think we all have had moments, um, like when I was a teenager and, and sitting in my room with, you know, headphones on <laughs> and listening to CDs. And music was very much the thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um listening to CDs and kind of really connecting with the, the music um, itself and and um, the words and stuff and artists. You know how you just feel like, oh my God, they so get me. Uh-huh. Or, or I'm so, oh yeah, this is the best thing. And there's like, I'm never going to feel this. There's a, there's, a, there's a buzz in you. Mm. For, for me, most definitely. There's a buzz in you. Um, it's not necessarily in, intellectual. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's just this thing that reminds you that you are alive. Mm. Or this, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, right? Mm. Right? <laughs> and certainly, yeah, and certainly for me, I remember that as a teenager. And I was an awkward, shy teenager. Okay, mm-hmm. I won't say awkward because I've always been cool. But I was, <laughs> I was, <laughs> yeah. um, but I was certainly in, introverted mm-hmm. and, and still am. Um, um, so finding something that made me just feel like oh yeah there's that energy this is what it is to be alive Mm, yeah mm. certainly that's then the thing i chase Mm. so how did you transition from wait first what was what was singing gospel like this was in australia you were doing yes oh yeah and i've traveled to the u.s and done um study tours and and Mm. in fact now uh what seems to be a regular occurrence mm-hmm. um every two years uh tony backhouse and uh takes a bunch of australians and new zealanders over to the u.s mm-hmm. um to hang out and and go to gospel churches and make music and, and sing, yeah. be humans um and connect yeah oh, what are those tours okay. like uh awesome <laughs> we're They're about really to be good. gone um so I did one last year. We do it every two years. So next year is the next one. And I'm the assistant MD mm-hmm. on it. Um, so I love the, 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 before I get to where we've been mm-hmm. to, the thing I love the most about it is it is this ramshackle bunch of 40 people. And not all of them are singers, mm-hmm. but some of them just go because they just want to have that experience or how, you know, or they probably have always wanted to go to New Orleans, but haven't sort of got their shit together. <laughs> 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 like most of us. Um, uh, and that's really the, the, the other reason why I do it is because they are this bunch of strangers who don't necessarily have in everyday life, do not necessarily have, we don't necessarily have things in common, mm. but when you're together and you're in a space of vulnerability, cause that's the other thing, the, the feeling, um, not just cause you're in a foreign country, but also. Um, the music actually connects with, a, with the, the, there's an authenticity about it. Mm-hmm. Not everywhere, but you certainly, f- when you're in the presence of authenticity um, and, and open vulnerability, you, you can't help but be moved by it. Mm-hmm. And so by the end of the tour, which is usually two weeks uh, or two and a half, um, everyone is just like f- best friends forever mm-hmm. for life. And um, 
so that's the thing that keeps me going mm. well the places we've been to um uh at the moment it's it's the regular places are um uh memphis we start off in memphis then we head on to chicago and then we go to new orleans Mm. so they're the main ones but in the past i've also gone we've also done trips to, the, to new york mm -hmm. um to birmingham alabama mm -hmm. um and uh and we've sometimes oh yeah we start off in la but we tend to not just just to hang <laughs> just hang <laughs> just out most flights yeah, go there. There. <laughs> yeah you can fly uh, to houston now but but who wants to? Yeah. Right? <laughs> but who wants to fly to yeah. Houston? Um. And whereabouts? And, and is it is the idea that you like visit churches and stay with choirs and sing with them? Yeah, we don't stay with them oh. um, because um, that's like a it's a it's forty a load of stuff ask. to organise. Yeah. yeah, and um, but we go to rehearsals. They. Um, um, and Tony's organized, so he has his kind of mm -hmm. really great friends that, that, mm -hmm. that we always go to, to visit. There's a church in New Orleans now for my favorite place is um, Ebenezer Baptist. That's a great name. Ebenezer Baptist. Well, there are lots of Ebenezers throughout America. Right. But Ebenezer Baptist Church in New Orleans, um, the Holy Ghost Church, they're called. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite because favorite the music is out just shit hot <laughs> <laughs> I mean I wouldn't say that to them because no. <laughs> they don't like amazing. swearing yeah. but it is the funkiest really rollicking kind of mm. you, you know mm. um, that thing I remember the, the first time I went um, Tony said and this was in 1994 maybe Woo. or nine, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the first time I went it was the first tour that he took over. There was probably a smaller bunch of 20 of us, I think, then. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, look, it could be it's great. It could be a great experience or it could be really, really slow and, and nothing could happen for a while because they just pretty much whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Right? Again, like improv. Yeah. You just go with the flow. Yeah. Um, or nothing could happen. Or it could just be community service announcements for, for half an hour and then well, just... At the church service. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because it is the... It's the, a church it's service. A, yeah, it's, 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 it's when the community gets together. Mm -hmm. um, when the black community get together. Um, he said, look, mate, you know, I can't guarantee there'll be great singing because you never know who turns up. Sometimes you'll go and choir, the choirs won't turn up because they'll be off doing something else. Mm -hmm. um, um, but so don't expect it to be like the scene from the Blues Brothers. I'm going, okay, well, fair enough, you know. Um, uh, but at Ebenezer, every time I've gone there, it's like the scene from the Blues Brothers <laughs> where the people, you know, virtually cartwheeling down the aisle um, or stuff. They don't cartwheel, but there's a lot of um, it's dancing. It's a lot of enthusiasm. It's uh, dancing and movement enthusiasm and, and long, jazzy kind of music breaks oh. and um, <clears throat> uh, stuff. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. That sounds beautiful. Mm, it what's, is. What's how did Tony get into it? Uh, that's his area of uh, expertise. It's, it's always been his his passion. And is he is he and from America? Is he he's American? a New Zealander he's actually. New Zealander. Okay. He, he lived in Australia for a long time, which is where I met him. Mm -hmm. um, and now he's currently living in Napier. Oh, he moved nice. Back. Yeah. Oh, he's a Kiwi here who's doing it. Great. He's a Kiwi. Oh. So he's been doing it for for a very long time. 
Mm-hmm. I think he's now in his sixties. Oh, yeah, good on him. <laughs> and and so you did. You, you've been so that's something that's big in in your life. And you said that that sort of led you to improv. How did yeah. that transition happen? Um, again, it was that chasing chasing the feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, most certainly. Um, so like I said, it didn't consciously lead me to improv because there is no, like, how, you know, how do you, there's no step there. Yeah, this, I mean, I got to improv really after going to drama school and, and, oh. and yeah. When did you go to drama school? Um, really good question. <laughs> uh, I'm so, I'm Before terrible. Before or after you started gospel singing? After. After. Right after. Right. Yeah. Um, sorry folks, let me just think about this. <laughs> I I just finished. Uh, interesting too. I also wrote uh, my honors year. I wrote, my thesis was on um, um, peak experience, which mm-hmm. is being in the moment, mm-hmm. letting go, uh, where where the moment in, in performance for me it was during performance when you let go of ego and you're suddenly so in the moment that you you lose track of time and you mm-hmm. lose. Um, it's uh, like a flow state. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's flow state. <clears throat> so that was yeah. my. Th- I wrote a thesis on it. Again, not kind of putting together that that was what i was chasing mm. <laughs> you know yes yes um uh but let's uh okay, i think i'm pretty sure in, in in oh god i can't remember in the noughties yeah it would have in been 2000 was, right. so maybe 2006 yeah no hang on 2006 i wrote i think i graduated from uni right um uh and it was my th- my honours year, and then after that, I went to drama school. Right. So let's say two thousand. So you like mature student study. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And whereabouts yes. did you study? Um, uh, uni or or Just what drama? School? Yeah, either. 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 Both. Either. Either. Sound knowledgeable. I know. Um, <laughs> University of New South Wales, UNSW, across the road from NIDA. Ah. Um, and then you went to NIDA. No, I didn't oh. go to NIDA. I went to the Actors Centre in oh. Sydney, and right. I did a couple of courses at. Um, uh, The name escapes me. Australian College of... They keep changing the name. Australian College of Television and Film and... Great. Whatever it's called. So you did drama study. I did drama study. study. Yeah. And that led you to improv. But I I only did it for two years Mm -hmm. and I came out of that firstly because I was an older student. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I suddenly was being cast in stuff that was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still... I still can make babies i'm not <laughs> you know i don't need to be playing grandma i don't need what to be playing uh that that kind of stuff but yeah. but surrounded by the i mean the beautiful energy with young actors is that they have this night this beautiful naive everything is possible energy and mm-hmm. you certainly don't want to poop on that um but but for me it was like i don't i don't fit into the industry that's really what it was mm-hmm. i didn't feel like there was space for me in the world of acting Mm. Um, by that means I don't particularly interested. I'm not particularly interested in pursuing television or, or film necessarily. Mm. Uh, theater was the thing I loved, Mm. um, which is a money spinner. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, um, and, and also, uh, I have, uh, uh, a bit of anxiety around, um, forgetting script and forgetting song lyrics as well. I've got got a, a bit of a thing around it. Um, so anyway, when I finished, uh, uh, acting school, a friend of mine said, you're really, really funny. And I'd been told that throughout my life. Um, <laughs> obviously it's a natural talent I have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Being hilarious. Yeah, a wanker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 
you're really funny and you're really quick. And so you should, have you ever done theatre sports or have you ever done any improv? Because I think you'd be really good at it. And I'd, and I'd been told about it again throughout my life. But I And I remember seeing theatre sports on television because in, uh-huh. in Australia, the, the ABC, ABC TV had a theatre sports show. Uh-huh. And I remember as a teenager watching that and thinking, this is the best thing ever. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh-huh. But never thinking that I would do that. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's and that's then when I started doing courses with uh, Lynn Pierce uh-huh. in Sydney. And, uh, and Lynn be- Pierce is one of the people who brought theatre sports to Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. She... Um, I think she's Keith. written a book and studied with Keith She has. She's written a book called Improvisation something, 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 something. Um, which is <laughs> a great book. You can find it. Google um, it if you want it. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah, studied with Keith and brought it mm-hmm. to to Australia. Mm-hmm. And to Japan, I think. Oh. As well. Cool. So, so you studied with her and that was through Impro Australia, the company? That was, no, oh. it wasn't because oh. there was... Impro Australia wasn't actually teaching then. Oh. It was purely a production company that right. put on shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lynn's, organize, Lynn's teaching was separate, was her own company. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Great. that's how, and then pretty much as soon as I got into improv, mm-hmm. also because I tend to be, uh, I'm an all or nothing <laughs> kind of gal. Yeah. Um, a bit like you, in fact. Oh, um, no. We're doers. So it's like, I got to do. Yeah. I'm in this thing now. What can I do? Oh, let's, I'm going to do every single workshop I possibly could do. I'm going to, you know, go to every single show I could possibly go to. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to produce some shows. Yeah, I'm going to try and direct some stuff and be in them. Yes. And then when people want me to stop, they'll have to stab me. <laughs> um, and no one has stabbed me yet. Great. Uh, and please don't because it's other stuff I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> noted, noted, no stabbing. <laughs> but do you find yeah. that um, directing and producing and performing in a show all at once is uh, too much? Because yeah. Because I have found that it is <laughs> yeah. too much. <laughs> oh, yes, my love. I have yeah. indeed. Yeah. I think we've all discovered that, in fact, even just producing a show and directing, uh, mm-hmm. producing a show, sorry, and being in it mm. is is too much. And I, and I um, in fact, I'm now the artistic director of a company called Off mm. the Cuff. Yes. Because uh, I now live in Nelson mm-hmm. in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in char- being in charge of training um, with the ensemble, I can't actually train them and be in the exercises. Mm. Um, there might come a t- stage when I do that, but it's, it is a whole thing of being the organizer. It's, it's a different di- part of my brain. So different. So total, di- totally different part of my brain. And as an improviser, you can't be distracted. Yeah. You just can't because yeah. then, then you're not present to your partner and, and the beauty is that thing of, Mm-hmm. Um, what's the little magical thing that's going to happen between us yeah. right now? And, you know, and I'm watching everything you're doing and, and you're watching, watching what yeah. I'm doing and we're listening to each other instead of being like, is this working? Are they following the, yes. the, 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 the goal I've given them for yeah. this exercise? It's yeah. a very what should I do next? Uh, what should I you're do very, next? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's fascinating how much planning I think, how much planning an organization goes into directing and producing mm. improv and teaching improv. Mm-hmm. Um, Compared to performing it, and so yeah, yeah, it's it's the, it's they're, they're, they're total, they're polar opposites. Everybody except the performers has to be very organised. This is also my thing about. Um, uh, so sometimes I'm also aware that um, uh, for me it's easy to switch that off. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a show, it's easy for me to switch off um, because I'm so in love with the feeling of. <gasps> <laughs> you know, let's just yes. be open and unexpected. Da, 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 da. So, but I'm, uh, but I'm aware of uh, there are a lot of really, really um, intelligent and articulate and 
organized people in improv, mm -hmm. you know, real um, cerebral mm -hmm. peeps. Yep. Um, and when you're working with them, it's, 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 it's hard because they are always having that. I can see behind yeah, your to, eyes to pull them, to pull them to, pull to them now. In. And I don't even know it's, if they're actually ever going, if that's capable, but certainly I'm not going to ask that of them because I don't mm. think that's really the way they function in the world. But it's almost like the, the, it's not about always being there. Mm. It's about trying to get there. Yeah. So, so right. maybe for some people it's about being like, great, I'm in that moment now. And other people it's going, all right, I'm chasing it. I'm chasing it. I'm chasing it. And they might not hit it, but the journey of getting yes, there yes, yes. feels good. Yeah. And works. Um, hey. Yeah. I just thought of something. What is it? Because um, <laughs> the link between uh, the – now what I do is I teach improvised singing. Yeah, you as do. As part of, it's of improv, so improv yes. theatre. Mm -hmm. um, and, in fact, I'm doing a workshop tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening and you want to take that, listening. We'll, we'll, we'll put a link out. And you're one of and you're one of these people who actually do things at the last minute, which I don't oh. think happens in New Zealand. <laughs> from what it I depends. gather, the weather has to be nice. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So now what I do is I take I do workshop I teach mm -hmm. workshops in improvised singing, and um, I love it. Mm -hmm. The response to it, to it has been great. That's wonderful. It's been really really great. Mm -hmm. Um. um and it's not necessarily, I mean, I just provide the structure and I provide the exercises, but the beauty in it is that, that what the music that people create, even though they walked into that workshop thinking that, man, I'm, I'm terrified mm -hmm. and I've never done, I'm not a great singer. I never thought, and you don't need to be one. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and I don't know how to make music, but, but the moment when they're all kind of singing together and making stuff up together and something's happening and something's happening and the and it is again what i technically like to call that zzz, mm. um <laughs> it is it is in the room yeah. and and those workshops are usually three to four hours mm -hmm. long and it's there for four hours yeah it's this feeling so everyone leaves on this buzz yeah um but again being present to each other being open to to what shows mm. up in the space listening mm. to each other um uh, connecting. Yes. It's not about the self. It's about what do we, as a group, of, as a group performing, mm. what do we create together? Yeah. Because it's very easy, I think, to misinterpret that sort of follow what happens thing to just be like, do your own thing. Yeah. No. And if you're doing your own thing and not connecting, yeah. then it's not going to work. But if you can, if you're connecting with each other and you can see that they've got the rhythm and, yeah. you, and you go, oh, I've got, I could do this and I know they're going to support me, then yes. that's going to work. But yes. it has to be with them. You yeah. have to do it together. Yes. yes. It's what yeah. we call yes ending. Yes. In improv. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and. <laughs> yes. Um, you're, you're, ad you're adding mm. to what they've given. Not because you have to add something, but it's purely because you, 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 there's joy in it. Mm. You agree and then you, you add yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And how long have you been teaching those workshops? Um, they start, I think the first one I ever did was at the Nelson Fringe Festival. Wow. In... That'd be three years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Two and... Because the third one's bit. coming up. Yeah. Two and a half years. Um, I, and also, I used to teach... Um, uh, I used to be the artistic director of a community gospel choir mm. as well for, for 15 years. Mm. Um, so we would always kind of do snippets of that mm. at the end of... Uh, it's like, a, uh, like, a, like a jam. It's like a jam. Yeah, yeah, basically that's what you do. It's a vocal jam. Mm. Um, so so I've been doing that for, for quite a long time, but mm. not the actual, kind of, you know, longer workshop and certainly mm. not introducing it into improvised theatre. 
And that's been two and a half years, maybe three. Yeah. yeah. Was there a moment where you sort of clicked that, that they were linked? Like, did they seem, were they sort of discreet um, activities that you did? And then, <laughs> then suddenly you went, hang on, I could be using that in this. Uh, yeah, there was. <laughs> um, I don't know how, it, it might have been a clear moment. Mm. But I certainly know that, um, well, the idea came, they were separate. The idea came after doing improvised musicals with mm-hmm. people and people always people make assumptions about me and bless you all for doing that because I do that too, with people <laughs> as well. And people will look at me and they go, oh, Ma, you must be really into, uh, f- you know, folk music or, or, or <laughs> no, it's, music. No, it's usually, no, it's not usually folk music. It's usually, you must be into musical theatre oh. um, because I do theatre yeah. and I'm a musician. Yeah. So you must be into musical theatre. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the, that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my thing of like, no, no, it's <laughs> no not your jam. I'm, I'm not. Okay. I don't hate musical theatre, but it's not my jam. Yeah. Um, I'm actually into alternative garage band, um, postmodern punk. <laughs> really? Yeah, I am. Who's your favourite musician? <laughs> oh, okay. I say that because um, <laughs> I don't have one favourite. Oh. It can't be. Who, who um, today, I can tell you who my favourite band is today. Yeah, who's that? My favourite band today are uh, the Pixies. Great. Um Right. Because they have a new album and the I'm Pixies listening. have a new album. They do. I think it was released probably end of last year, but it takes me a while to catch up. Wow. On oh yeah, they're going strong. Good they're shit. They're going Pixies. strong. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? They've recovered from alcoholism and drugs. And still working on it. Still making music. They're still making music. That's anyway, cool. we digress. Mm. But I can talk to you about the Pixies for a long time and the work of Jonathan Richmond. Um, <laughs> if anyone ever wants they, to have that discussion, we can have that another day. Yeah, um, and early Blondie. <laughs> yes, uh, and REM. Great. And so that's your that's your music. That's not performing. that's my music. Anyway, yeah. so anyway. so being cast in improvised musicals, which I love doing because I mm. was you know it's always a challenge for me. Mm. But um, I came out of doing those and thinking there's got to be another way for me to make music that I kind of really am into. I'm also into funk and soul mm. um, a lot, and that's what I used to listen to a lot when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am still growing up. Anyway, um, there's a good way to do that and use it. And I still am seeking that. I haven't quite found that. Um, but I think a part of it was how do I get improvisers to know that that's another music we can explore in our shows? Mm. And I'm still trying to do that. Trying to drive that. I think the natural leaning is towards musical <clears throat> theatre. Yeah. Um, and again, no poop on that because no, no. I do cry at the end of West Side, West Side Story. Yeah. <laughs> it's that thing West of, Side Story. West Side Story. It's that and thing of uh, because it's something that everybody does, you're like, but what else could we do? What else this we is do? good. What else? Well, yeah. Yeah. What else? And what's what can we do that isn't, that is more, um, oh, look, I think it's my inner punk, uh, to be honest. <laughs> my inner anarchic punk always yeah. wants to do something that says, let's just smash Smash the fucking system, guys. You know? Let's break it. Yeah, musical theatre is nice, but it's so nice. You know? <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> what else could we do? What else can we do? Yeah. Huh? I like that you're like smashing the system with choirs. With choirs. <laughs> with delicate voices. Yes. Yeah. And, and lots of delicate voices together uh, makes a big loud noise. Yeah. And then we'll have tea and some biscuits. Jam's gone. Mm, Jam's gone. <laughs> we all have those at the um, Wow. That's, that's solid. That's solid. Um, uh, 
you're doing you're teaching a workshop tomorrow mm, mm-hmm. uh, and you're based in Nelson with the with the class. Yes, I'm based in Nelson yeah. um, certainly for the next three years. Yes. And do you um and you you're teaching tomorrow's workshop is on coral It is on vocal improvisation. Yeah, yeah vocal, vocal jamming. Great. No experience necessary. Yeah, anybody can go along. I don't care what you've done in the past. I don't care at all. It is a glorious moment when you realize that you can sing on stage and not Mm -hmm. know what you're going to do. Because I think as a performer, what I've really enjoyed about singing on stage is that half the time the audience is just so impressed that you are there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like yes, you've won absolutely. the fact that you were standing there looking confident. Yeah. They're already impressed. Yeah. And or like they've already bought into it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everything after that's gravy. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, Wow, look yeah. at you go. I have um uh I have several gorgeous friends, but one gorgeous friend mm-hmm. is uh, a lady called Karina Francis. Mm-hmm. And I remember Karina's not a great singer mm-hmm. and and she knows this. Yeah. Um, You're not spoiling anything. No, I'm not spoiling. <laughs> Anyone who knows her probably knows this too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, pitch is an unknown thing to mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Um, but I remember the, the, we did a show and she was asked to, to sing um, a song. Well, I think it might've been a scene with three people and she came out to do a, a verse or something. Mm-hmm. And, and at first, me being her friend and, and loving her, wanting to support her, I wasn't in the scene. I was just watching. Wanted to go. Oh no, it's going to be. Oh no, she's going to. Oh, it's going to be <laughs> terrible. Oh no, people are going to. Poor girl. You know, poor yeah. girl. And she came out and she t- taught me this beautiful lesson, which was she came out and she mentally said to herself, you know, um, stuff it. I'm going to. I'm going to smash this. I'm going to commit to it fully. And it was a power ballad. I remember oh. <laughs> we were doing a power, power ballad. <laughs> She came out and sang this verse in 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 Karina key, yeah. Karina pitch. Yeah. But she has so much like commitment. Yeah. And to it, and that's the thing that everyone fell in love with. Because firstly, they understood how hard it is. Because mm-hmm. uh, and they also understood how hard it must be for someone who who this isn't their strength. Mm-hmm. Um, but she sang with so much commitment that you you just love you love the underdog. You love mm-hmm. when the underdog comes out good. It's mm-hmm. like yes, yes. That's what life is about. <laughs> That's what we all want. That's certainly what I want. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm always rooting for the, the underdog. Oh, that's so great. Mm. I wish I could have seen that. My inner anarchic punk. There you go. There so. you go. Fuck the man. Not, not, not literally. No, no. He doesn't deserve it. He did. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, I think we're going to have to call it there. But thank you so much, Linda. Oh, thank you. It was you, lovely Jen. to chat to you. Thank you, lovely. This was awesome. Yay! Uh, that was episode episode nine of What's Your Jam. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, check out What's Your Jam NZ and keep listening. I'm, I'm smashing these out every day, and I'm pretty Jeez. stoked of it. So about it so She's far. So good. I'm so good. Yeah, you are. <laughs> See commitment. Commitment. I'm committing to it. Right. I'm following through. Uh, check out uh, Easy Living tonight and tomorrow if you want to check out a cool improv show. Linda and I are in a show at eight o'clock tonight. We are. It's called. Uh, it's called. Here's the thing. Last night we had two audience members. Yay! We would like more than that. So you should come and check that out. Uh, and check out Deep Space Nine Nine next week that Linda and I are also in. Yes. On Saturday, twenty first so awesome. of February. It's going to be really great. Um, I'm in love with my character. Me too. Yeah. Like with mine, yeah. but with each other's as well. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, have a lovely Saturday. Ciao. Bye. What's Your Jam is recorded in Wellington and is part of the New Zealand Fringe Festival 2017. Music by Robbie Ellis. 
casual interference and support from Molly the Cat. Tea provided by Tea Leaf Tea on Manor Street. Jam expertly crafted by Bachman's. This show is hosted and produced by me, Jennifer O'Sullivan, and you can find useful links, more episodes, and suggest future guests by visiting whatsyourjam.nz. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.